Welcome to Best Song Ever. Donda. Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda. I'm your host, Donda. Luke LeBen. Donda, 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 Donda. Alongside Donda. me, as Donda. always, Donda. is my dear Donda. friend, Donda. Kevin Donda. Connor. Can Donda. you stop? Donda. That's really distracting. Donda. Oh, Donda. That's what Donda, you're saying. Donda, Luke. It's the, it's the name of the game. It's the name of the album. Oh, I was too focused on my intro. I wasn't paying attention to the word you were saying. Uh, the you're Donda saying intro? The name... Yes, yes, you're uh, you're uh, saying the name of Kanye West's mother, uh, Donda. Actually, and I'm singing the lyrics to the opening track of Donda, the Donda chant. Oh, right, 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 yes. the Donda chant, yes, an instant classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if uh, I'd go that far. Uh, so, we, of course, are talking about the this momentous occasion that we've been waiting for for so long, Kanye West's new album, Donda, is out now. It was released on a Sunday, uh, which was interesting because we were all thinking we were good uh, recording after Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, he missed music release day. Can't possibly out. No, comes out Sunday. Possibly without his approval. That's what he claims. Uh, yeah, UMG apparently put it out. Jail 2 was like missing for part of the morning and then yeah, showed yeah, up on the yeah. album. Which um, I would highly recommend reading the article that Vulture did, the like Donda Guide, because it talked about like all all these just weird connections and the crazy like fiasco of the release. But I was uh, I've been texting my brother about it all week, and he's not a fan of it either. But I was saying I feel like. I love Kanye's weird release fiascos because they're just so him and I'm like, and just, just like changing things on such a public scale, which is like a big no, no in the marketing realm, you know? And it's like, he had a beats commercial announcing this album. Then he didn't release it. Like that that's unheard of. Taylor Swift doesn't do that shit. And so that's why I feel like the, just the, process of him releasing it is an event in in and of itself aside from the album so yeah. you gotta love kanye from the, for that uh later on luke and i are, we both have playlists of our top 10 kanye songs and yes. uh part of my selection process kind of involves the whole kanye release like debacles mm. um that 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 yeah. played into kind of how I feel about a lot of his albums. So I, mm. we can get into that later, but I guess. But I'll yeah, s- first off, I want to hear what your thoughts generally on the album are. Uh, generally, I think it's bad. <laughs> I, there, there are high points. There are a few songs I really enjoy. I really, uh, let me, let me pull up this track list. Cause I'm not going to remember. One of them better be pure souls, baby. What I'm not going to remember this. Like, what 27 no. yeah 27 wait you're not gonna be list. able to tell the difference between lord jesus praise god and dear lord or wait i think i got one of those wrong, you did because it's jesus lord and there also is jesus praise lord god part two. jesus which i mean I, one yeah, of okay. my favorite songs on the album is jesus lord jesus lord incredible uh, i don't know why it's on there twice like the last uh half I, hour of this album is repeated shit. Like, I know it's different. Yes. But what the um, fuck, Kanye? Like, I, well, I listened... No, this is essentially a deluxe version. That's what normally... 
an artist would, this album would end with No Child Left Behind, and then the deluxe version would have four remixes. So I have issues with that, too. Because I think Jesus Lord is an absolutely phenomenal last track. I think that is, like, such... A good closer. So if the this is a deluxe version, and I should be considering No Child Left Behind to last track, then I don't think that's that good of a last track. I um mm. yeah, but here's the thing about Jesus Lord Part Two, that features the Locks, which is a group who recently won the versus rap battle, and that's why that one specifically. That's why he did that remix was to get the Locks on it. That's a group made up of Styles P. Jadakiss and another guy okay. who's probably a legend whose name I don't remember. So they had just won that freestyle and he literally was like, get on this song. <laughs> like that's how quick things are moving. And that's I what's just... so interesting about the Vulture article is like he made there's verses that showed up at a listening party and now are cut. And then there's verses that didn't show up at the listening party that show up on the album. And, and it's just like all over the place. I am I am coming into this like very raw. I've not done a lot of research on this. I listened to it like uh, over a two hour period. This album's way too long. It is. I, I saw that it was an hour and 48 minutes. And audibly, it's very long. I audibly went like this. Oh, give me a break. I mean, it's it's unreal that this piece of music comes out. We talked. In, I did say, yeah, in yeah. Discord, I said you got to change the name of your views rule now to the Donda rule because this is seven songs longer than Drake's views and <sighs> uh, twenty minutes longer it's, in duration. It's, it is insane. And Which, like, okay, I, I wait. So I don't let me even, let me ahead. get like my my thoughts out on this because I do have some kind of coherent ideas about it. It is such a hyped album. It is obviously a very meaningful project to Kanye. Like, he wouldn't name it after his mother, who is very clearly, like, one of the most important people that he's ever known. Uh, She's referenced in previous music. So this is is really, like, a, a giant project for him to put it out. And away from this whole rollout, which was an absolute mess, I just think it is uninspired i just it it blends together it it goes on and on and on there are a few highlights but there is just like dozens of minutes at a time that just don't really do anything interesting for me i haven't listened to it a ton of times i've definitely appreciated kanye's music when I've listened to it more and more, but it's also asking me a lot to dedicate two hours to focus on this album when it's not good. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I, I see the brilliance to it, but as an album, it is asking too much of me. That's fair. That's fair. You made some very good points there. I think the majority of critics are aligned with you. That's pretty much the consensus I've seen from a lot of the, Headlines is like bloated album, but with some gems, uh, falls flat, but uh, works in some areas. As a critic, I probably should hate it, but as a fan, unfortunately for me, I love it uh, because I know I'm going to be in the minority. And um, I've got some criticisms of it too, but overall, uh, it actually did take me by surprise because so... So 
I feel like the first time I listened, same thing where I was like, oh, I'm never going to make it through this fucking thing. And, you know, seeing all the Jesus Lords and praise gods, I'm like, oh, my God, the blending together. You're right on with that, because like I was just saying, I can't I love those songs and I'm still getting their titles mixed up. But I think it is the best work Kanye's put out in the last five years. And so when I first started it, I hear this Donda chant and I'm like, okay, I heard about these rituals. Am I going to be summoning a demon uh, upon my home? And um, I felt like I was walking in on a cult ceremony uh, where I shouldn't be there. You know, like the scene in uh, Midsummer, where yes. she walks in on her boyfriend having the cult sex in the barn. That's how I felt like. I was like, oh, this I shouldn't be here for this. But, you know, then by the end of it, I'm just... You know, I'm crying. I'm laughing. Uh, my boyfriend's a heap of ash, and, you know, blowing in the wind. So yeah. there you go. It's I, a lot like Midsummer. <laughs> I, you, you said something at the beginning of that, Luke, that I have to address, is that it's it's the best thing Connie's put out in five years. Yeah, because he's put out a bunch of shitty I shit think since you're Life right. Like, I, I think <laughs> this is the best thing he's done since Life of Pablo but that's not a very high bar. I know there's people that are really big fans of Kids See Ghosts. It didn't really strike a chord with me. I did appreciate the cutty aspect of it. I like but... I like Kids See Ghosts. Um, I like this a lot more, though. Um, but I think I, I was similarly not... The first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, there were some good ones overall. But then... It happened, and this just happens organically with me when I listen to an album and I can't predict it. You know, it's like I'm always thinking this is going to be the one. It just sucked me back in. I have a part in my head, I'm like, oh, I like that line or I like that melody. What song is that? And then I start listening to that song. Then I'm like, listen, oh, I like this one too. And then before I knew it, I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to listen to this album through once. And I've listened to it through like three times now. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, I just keep having it playing while I'm doing other stuff. But there's some songs that just like get me and what I do think it's a really beautiful piece of music. Something else that's great about it that doesn't even have to do with Kanye's skills is it features like other artists more than Kanye, even on the album. Uh, so there's a lot of great features from like newer artists. I think a lot of younger artists, which is great. It has a lot of like great production teams uh, and different people. There was this, I was reading about uh, this French producer who did the production on uh, who worked on Jesus Lord. And he did those like creepy organs in the beginning, which is kind of like his signature style. So I think the production just again, this is not necessarily just Kanye. He had a part in it. Yeah. But he has a lot um, of other Jesus Lord people involved is the best song on it. Uh, it's one of them. Yeah, I love Jay Electronica's yeah. verse on that so much. Um it's a, yeah, it's yeah. very exciting to hear him on anything because he seems like he doesn't show up often, and when he does, he always is very good. Um, so you know, I love, and this is something that I feel like it's you know Kanye's signature style, even back to College Dropout, is his like sunny, positive, kind of feel good uh, type ones, and kind of like pump up jams too. And speaking of kids, see ghosts, you know the song Reborn on there. Like that, I'm so mm -hmm. reborn, I'm moving forward. I feel like there's a lot of that mentality on here. And this, because he's he rededicated himself to Christ, 
he's like gone fully Christian again. That's like a lot of Christianity. You know that like, f- like finding light in the darkness, your lowest moments leading to you becoming better, which I, I really love that sentiment. And I'm like, I, I think that's great. And so like, I just, those are the songs of Kanye's. I love the really positive, uh, like just uplifting ones and fun ones like pure souls with Roddy rich, which I love some Roddy rich. When you said Jesus Lord is the best. I was like, Oh, but pure souls is my other favorite. But, um, and then the one after, uh, pure souls come to life. Like this is something I've never heard Kanye doing quite like this. And it's beautiful. It's just synth pads, this beautiful piano playing. I don't know what it is and just his vocals. And it's like, there's some effect on his vocals, but I just think the singing and the piano is like beautiful together and it's different. So I feel like I'm hearing him do some new stuff, but there's also traces of a lot of his past stuff. Like I'm like, Oh, that's the gospel of Jesus is King. Oh, this is sort of like, like I'm saying the college dropout, the graduation sound. This one kind of reminds me of life of Pablo. So I feel like it is weirdly a culmination of a lot of different things. Um, and like, I love that sort of reborn new again mentality. And I think, well, here's what I, I think he's doing. And I'm not saying it works well is I think he specifically recruited Manson into baby because his whole theme is about like being renewed and making mistakes and bouncing back and seeking forgiveness. And so I'm like, I definitely don't agree with the point he's trying to make, but he took these people who had this very public fall from grace and is like, oh, maybe I can roll them into my theme about forgiveness and things like that. But that's what my criticism of I hate. It's like, why don't extend it to them? It's a great sentiment. Don't muddy it with Marilyn Manson, you know, like, because yeah, that's a that's a muddying right like wanting to be better finding dark light in your darkest moments like that's great but yeah once you apply it to alleged rapists it's like okay you're taking a little too far um so i'm like i don't obviously don't agree with that i get the sort of thing he's trying to do i yeah these i don't want to see these features on albums i don't listen to music from chris brown or to baby or marilyn manson uh i don't I didn't listen to Kanye for a very long time because I didn't really support what he was doing as a person. And I am coming around to separating the art from the artist. Uh, maybe it's because I'm on a podcast that talks about music and it, this would be a really boring discussion if I said, Oh, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but there's, but regardless of that, I went back and I listened to a lot of Kanye this week because I have been a fan for a very long time and I really haven't listened to him in a very long time. So I, it was, revisiting some albums that I haven't listened to in quite a while and albums that I didn't even necessarily appreciate when they came out. Um, I think 808s and Heartbreaks and Yeezus are better today than they were when they came out. I think they were very ahead of their time. I think they were influential works. I think one of those and is, uh, I agree with one of those. <laughs> I, and I, I know what it is and it's Jesus, but I think, yes. And I, but 808s, cannot be discounted for the sound that that album had showed up everywhere five years later. Yeah, uh, for sure. And it's, I mean, no, even, 100%. even as an influential artist, Kanye that's here for a long see, time was second. to Yeah. None. And this is my issue is because you just said it there 
for a long time you didn't fuck with Kanye as if he people treat him like and like again I don't know his personal life he's probably done some messed up stuff too but I'm like people treat him like he's been canceled or like he did some committed some terrible like for years because I've been a fan and like people have hated him since late registration era and I've argued no Kanye makes great music like yeah I know he's kind of does some crazy things in public or whatever like he's got issues he's got mental illness like that he deals with but I feel like I don't know. I feel like, yes, he brings on a lot of this himself. Yes, obviously he's aligning himself with not great people, but I feel like people are unfair to him and don't give him his fair due for the huge influence he had on music. I'm thinking about like flower boy wouldn't exist without beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Like I just feel like he changed the entire landscape of music and I mean, like you're saying with 808s, he did it on so many albums. He just did so much. And I feel like he still, even though there are artists who I think are now this generation's version of that, um, I feel like, I feel like he just became an easy punching bag and I, he did bring it on a lot himself, but I feel like people don't give him his fair due. And like, on um, you know, there's this whole Larry Hoover thing which again i don't know a lot about this situation so i'm not going to speak that much on authority to it but that's the guy he went to he talked to donald trump about freeing and uh he has larry hoover jr on the album and he says whether you want to believe it or not larry hoover's a beacon of hope for this community and i kind of feel like the same is true about Kanye. i feel like uh i don't know i just feel like he does a lot of great things that and he's just an easy punching bag and people don't, don't give him credit. And, uh, so yeah, there's my soapbox for the day. What do you got to say about that? Well, so kind of as a second part to my previous statement, Kanye did all this influence and regardless of his personal life, he is an influential figure in music. And that is undisputed. I, no one like if you, if you do not think that you really got to revisit, like how you feel about what music is today. And I think that that's gone. I don't think this album's influential at all. And that may be an unfair criticism of it because it it shouldn't have to be this bigger-than-life thing. But coming from an artist like Kanye who dominates the discussion, who dominates, you know, the charts, who dominates... I mean, I've been screaming about this album coming out for like two months on this podcast and it's it's not i mean it's just it's out and it's fine and like i just i i I don't care anymore like it's it's not anything that's gonna get a ton of play from me it's not gonna be on my end of your list unless i have some revelation (laughs) and you guys will be the first to hear it but i just i think that like many of his prior works or like like his most recent works it misses the mark. It is not what I want to hear out of Kanye West. And like, that's fine. He's doing music for himself, but it's a far cry from why I'm a Kanye fan. That's fair. And, uh, I agree. It's not influential, but that's what I'm saying is he already did that. He already influenced it. Now he's passing it to the new school of 
kids, you know, and I feel like he's kind of like employing some of the styles, but he's not pushing those styles forward. He's definitely, he's taking the modern styles and rolling it into the stuff that he's done before. So it's, yeah, I don't want to call him like the old man, but it's like, yeah, he is sort of past his time of being what he was because that already happened. But I still think this is a beautiful uh, piece of art. I think it's a flawed piece of art to be sure, but yes. from a flawed artist for sure. But I think it's beautiful, albeit messy and strange. Uh, it's almost like a messy, confusing, amazing, weird, fucked up dream. Almost like a beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not saying they're the yeah, same the, album. I'm just saying I did. It was, it was no, this, this is in fact a beautiful, dark. <laughs> yes. Yes. Literally. Okay. Kev. Okay. Before we move on, I have a little, uh, funny thing related to Donda that I want to point out to you. So I'm listening to jail and I'm like that first two seconds really reminds me of something. So I just want to play you something here. Okay. So this is jail by Kanye West. Okay. Yeah. Now this is I'm Shipping Up to Boston by Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what's that? I mean, there's some instrumental difference, but it's the same two-second opening. I'm just like... No, that, that, is, that is the same two-second. Well, you know, we uh, talked about how the song I played last week from sarah kinsley sounded just exactly like fleetwood mac yeah so that's that's uh and it, it's i just think it's funny it's always like two seconds of and i feel like i really like that intro to jail by the way i listened to the jay-z version not the the baby and marilyn manson i did listen to that version um the baby's verse is obviously very misguided um but yeah, but I do prefer the Jay Z version. But in the Vulture thing, they're like, "Jail features a verse from Jay Z that he wrote earlier that day." And I'm like, "Yeah, it shows." <laughs> um, but no, yeah, but it's still not Jay Z's worst verse because that no, definitely is still, the verse on Monster. There's still some, <laughs> yeah, not great. Um, but there's still uh, some right, good lines. Spe- in there. Speaking of Monster, we got we got to move on. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Kanye's past, you put together your top 10 Kanye songs and invited me to do the same. Yes. And mine is full uh, of underrated Kanye gems. And I figured yours would be a lot poppier. So I'm excited to see what you chose. It's funny. I, um, I was talking to two friends of mine about this and I sent them it. Yeah. And I just like, I was like, give me, give me your thoughts. And they both did it. And they're like, there were three out of 10 similarities. So like, this is, this is a fun exercise. Like I recommend everyone yeah. do this because it is really hard with a, with a catalog. I had a playlist of every Kanye song and it's 174 tracks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's like, like there's features. probably more. <laughs> yeah. I like, I didn't put in good music. Oh, uh, like it's just, you it's would, wild. you'd be busy for the rest of your life. Um, exactly. So, so Luke, your your idea, you started off. Give me your top ten. Okay. So 
I want to say I did uh, sent my cousin Brian uh, my top ten, and he said, I want to see if you have the best Kanye song on there, according to him. And he goes, you do. And I'm like, is it gone? And he's like, yeah, how did you know that? And so um, gone is from late registration. But yeah, so mine has school spirit, a college dropout. Is this, what's your order so here? So this is just my order. Wait, what do you mean? Just, is it, wait, it's like one to 10? No, just, no, no, no. Because I just left them in release order. Okay, no, cool. mine aren't in release order. They're just in a playlist order. Like how I think they flow well in the playlist. Okay. Uh, so first I got, got School Spirit, which is a college dropout track. It's one of my great, ooh, hecky all that boy is raw. Classic uh, chants going on there with the, uh, he's doing the fraternity symbols, the Greek symbols. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but yeah, so it's a uh, later track, not one of the biggest ones on college dropout. Great. Uh, but it's a really good one. And uh, then we gorgeous from my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy with Kid Cudi and Raekwon. I don't know that it's underrated, but it's Fantastic. on that album. There's a lot of huge hits, and I feel like that one is obviously one of my favorites. It was a uh, that was briefly on my list. Uh, it was one of the ones that kind of got replaced, but that song is fantastic. And I mean, that's another one that I think our whole debate of whether he's a good rapper in the sense, because I mean, to me, you don't need to be a good rapper to be a good rapper, um, but. Yes. I think Gorgeous is one that shows his like writing wordplay. And I think he has some really interesting flow switch ups that are great. Um, then the aforementioned Gone with Consequence and Cameron. I mean, that one's just pure nostalgia for me. And I love it so much. One of his best tracks. Can't tell me nothing. I mean, what do you need to say about it? <laughs> it's Ugh. another huge hit. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Did you not put that one on yours and now you're considering I it? I didn't put it on it and now I'm kind of like, <laughs> That oh. was a late ad for me because I'm like, how can I forget? I'm not going to change it. Yeah, leave yours. But yeah, that's... I know. that's a, that's That might be number 11. Then the song that Dave, a.k.a. Lil Dicky, danced around to in a great episode from this season of Dave, uh, Blood on the Leaves from Yeezus uh, with the haunting sample of Billie Holiday, Strange Fruit, uh, crazy, insane, fucked up song that is really awesome. Uh, Power, you mentioned I used to have a shirt before off mic. You said I used to have that Power shirt. Sadly, it doesn't fit my fat belly anymore, <laughs> so I gave it to someone else. Uh, but Power sampling King Crimson's uh, 21st Century Schizoid Man as I'm yep. a sample sleuth, I must point that out. Um, Ultra Light Beam from The Life of Pablo. The only one from Life of Pablo that I included. Uh, Chances Verse is great. I love Kanye's opening singing. The Kirk Franklin that's, quote makes me emotional, even. That's the peak of Chance's career, I think. It really is. If you listen to that, this is my part nobody else speaks. That, that was his, his that moment. That verse is incredible. So good. Um, although coloring yeah. book came out after that, so I guess just that era. Yeah. Um, because that was right when chance. I mean, did you out. ever see the thing where he said there won't be like one part that won't get tweeted or I forget exactly yes. how it goes in the yes. song, but like every line from that song has been tweeted. So like that did come wow. true from ultra light beam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like every, every part of that verse 
has been tweeted and like been set to like the verse itself. Yeah. So like he was correct. And I mean, like some of these because they have great features, but it's like Kanye does. He definitely rides the features, but he also gets the best features because he's Kanye. And I think yeah. that song is incredible with or without Chance's verse, but Chance's verse is definitely just takes to a new level. Um, then New Day from Watch the Throne. Do you remember that one? That's a kind of Watch the Throne yeah. deep cut, but or not one of the biggest songs. No, but. I I listened to Watch the Throne in my in my big listen, and that whole album is is fantastic. No, Watch the Throne made my list, but that was like a very hard decision. Do you know what song is sampled on New Day? Even nope. if tell me, well, even if you're listening to it, you might not pick it out right away because it sounds completely different. It's and I'm feeling good. It's Nina Simone feeling good. Uh, no yeah. shit. And like that's what I didn't realize it for so long. And then when you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, because it's new uh, sun shining in the sky, new day for me. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, wow. Yeah. Another like I, that sample and the strange fruit sample are just like insane. Kanye's best beats of all time. Um. Yes. I already mentioned it and I was playing it on the piano last night. It's just such a beautiful song and Cuddy is amazing on it. Uh, Reborn, Kid Sea Ghosts. I was deciding whether or not to include this because I feel like Cuddy's part is what makes me love it so much, but I do like Kanye's verse too, but it's just amazing. So I'm like, I had to include it. It's such a great song. And then finally what I think is actually my favorite Kanye track. And it's a strange one because it's from graduation. It's the track, everything I am featuring DJ premier. And as he says in the intro, common passed on this beat, I made it to a jam. So common passed on a beat and Kanye's like, okay, I'll make a song out of it. And it's this great, like laid back piano sample with DJ premier does some like cool scratching and it's, mm-hmm. I feel like it encapsulates, it's prophetic about Kanye's career, but it also shows that like he was still kind of doing this shit in the beginning. And it's just all about him. Everything I'm not made me everything I am just about his personality and sort of like that, you know, that sort of like uh, people are, are against me or people want to talk shit. People talk so much shit about me at barbershops, they forget to get their haircut, you know? And uh, <laughs> and again... Yeah, that's a great song. That second verse, when he says that haircut line, uh, just, again, a great example of, I think, some of his best rapping, some of his really clever writing. Uh, and it's kind of a throwaway song. Like, it's late on the album. It was not a big hit. It was just a leftover beat from Common, and he knocked it out of the park and made it something really beautiful. And, like, there's lines that give me chills. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of weird, but that's just, like, I love that song. So what you got, Kev? That's my list. All right, you got the deep cuts. Yep. I could not resist some of the absolute yes. Um Just the songs, like, if I'm going to listen to Kanye, I'm going to listen to these songs. Uh, there are, like, I, I don't have stronger in here and like again great song but i don't i wouldn't put it in my top 10 for sure yeah but like 
might be number twelve. Yeah. Like if can't tell me nothing's eleven. Like it's it's just that's I that's the first Kanye West song I ever heard because I was like younger and kind of late which to one? it. And uh, stronger. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And um, I I didn't understand sampling. <laughs> uh, so then like later on, I heard harder, better, faster, stronger. Like not too not too far, you know. After that, I was like. Those guys stole Kanye's song. <laughs> oh wow! So you actually heard stronger first. I listen. I was all messed wow. up. I I no. I mean, I think I had not. There's a lot of people who you don't think about it. Be probably do think that was just a Kanye beat. You know. Yeah. Um. And like I've clearly uh, listened to much more <laughs> that funk of Kanye yes. since. But um, let's get to it. Number one, uh, this is in release order, so like earliest to yeah. latest. Number one, Jesus walks. I mean, I this how, you just, gotta. What a strong like, the first Kanye song showing, oh, wait, right? No, actually, through the wires, the first Kanye song, but then Jesus walks was definitely the second one. I think that I heard that is. I mean, this is. It just goes. It does. Um, and then I also, Luke, have School Spirit because, like, how can you not? That yes. song. Like, I'm nostalgic for, like, the days of School Spirit, like, when I was in college. And that song wasn't out when we were in right. college. Like, I mean, it, it was, but, like, it had been out for yeah, decades. Yeah. And, but, like, I just, I could get nothing but hype Dude, for that song. I have, uh, I have some serious nostalgia of, like, riding around in my brother's car with like the windows down just bumping college dropout and like this this kanye guy like who is he? he's wearing like a bear suit like it was just like this it's like you gotta hear this and then we just became obsessed and that that started my whole journey <laughs> uh number three the song that gets played at every pregame that i will ever go to gold digger oh yeah yeah it yeah. is it's I just I for a mean, second I was like wait is... what's the like mega hit on late registration one hundred percent gold digger. It, I mean that is just I I can sing every word of that song I won't because it has some words that I won't say uh, but I I drop out and come right back I feel like Dawn um, is like the uh the more like the art kids. Um, gold digger. It's got a similar like piano yeah. sort of style going on. That I feel like it's similar. That's a song that like beat number two. You're just like, oh yeah. hell, fucking yeah! Like Jamie Fox. Uh, oh. uh, my only graduation pick, flashing lights. I I knew it. I was like, I he's gonna it's, have one or two of the light songs, which we'll get there. But I almost added that one too. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I got two, because next up is all <laughs> yes, the lights. I knew that you would. Is, I mean, that that music video, incredible, Kanye on top of the cop car in that alley and just like, just going crazy. Like, that is, yeah. I mean, I I had like five of my Beautiful Dark Twister Fantasy picks on my list at first, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I could have, but I really wanted to show some variety. Ready for a hot take? What? My least favorite song on my Beautiful Dark Twister Fantasy. <laughs> All the lights. I don't think that's that hot of a take. I think it's... No, I I mean, I think that album, top to bottom, is 
damn near perfect. Yeah. I like, and all the lights is great. That it's is just not my yeah. favorite amongst the others. No, but I can't not get excited for it. The best song on my beautiful Directors of fantasy is my next pick, though, and that is "Runaway." Oh, see, and that's one that I like. I had on my list, and I replaced with another one, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should have done that." But I already had it's so good. I mean, great choice. I, I think it's his. I think it's his best song ever. I like if you had just convinced someone that Kanye is a genius, like play him "Run Away." Uh. Two picks from the next two albums. Uh, Black Skinhead. Oh, yes. What yes. a wild sound to follow up with, right? I mean, just the the drums, just like the... I like. I used to go and work out, and I'd have that song played five times in yeah. a row. Because it is so hype. Which, that jail uh, intro... Then, sorry, before you go to your next one. That jail intro that sounds like Dropkick Murphy's when it started is like that big, like fuzzy, like vroom, vroom. I thought it was going to be some Jesus black skinhead type shit and be super dark. So then when he, when it comes in and it's very like uplifting sounding, I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. That's not where I thought the song was going to go. If, honestly, if Donda had made me feel anything like Jesus made me feel when that came out, like I'd have a very different opinion. Cause Jesus, I was like, what? What is this? Like I, I didn't even know if I liked it at first, but like I kept listening to it because I was like, "This is so dense and like interesting." Yeah, and it's 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 great, and that's why it gets another song from me. And how could I not also pick "Blood on the Leaves"? Otl baby, that that drop is just everything. I I could listen to that ten times over every time I listen to it because it's just. It is as hard as he goes. The hardest horns you can ask for. Yes. And then, very uplifting. The song we waited for The Life of Pablo for. I gotta put waves on here. I don't even remember how that one goes. (laughs) Oh, Luke! Never was one of my favorites on that album. It is, it's... It's just, it's like middle of the album. It's just like, it just, it's, it's Life of Pablo to me is the perfect balance of Kanye doing Kanye shit and the music not suffering for it. I think it's an album that doesn't really feel (laughs) complete, but I think it kind of exists in that like just barely finished state and it is really, really good. Yeah. And the last song I'm picking is that last song, but St. Pablo. Mm. And that, that to me, that song's, the production is incredible. It's this dark reflection at his career, at his life. And for me, I think that's the end of Kanye for me. Like that is, that is the end of his seventh or eighth album. Depending if you want to keep watch the throne in there. It is, it is this kind of look back at, like, what he's done and who he is, and... That's a wrap on I Kanye. Think from now on. No, but I think, I think from now on, like, that will be the last song I've ever heard from him. There is someone putting out music named Kanye West, and, like, I don't particularly care That's for it. That's a variant. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I, I think, like, I'm going to listen to St. Pablo, 
And like when that song ends, if I want to listen to more Kanye West, you know what I'm gonna do? Start it over. I'm gonna go start college yep. dropout. Start it all over, baby. Uh, and that's that's my top ten. Great. It's what a list. Bangers. It's it is. Great. It's yeah. Top to bottom bangers. It's a TTBB. TTBB. Yes. Well done. I think we uh we gave the listeners, you know, like some. We're giving you the the bangers, the mega hits, and the deep cuts. So it's like whichever experience you want with Kanye, we got you covered. Absolutely. I this is fun. I do I recommend everyone go make a top ten of yeah. Kanye if you're a really big fan. Because I think it's a really interesting experiment to see where you I mean, you're gonna cut some songs that you right. love. And there's a lot that I feel like you uh, might not even realize, oh yeah. Like he did have so many huge songs, like insanely huge, and you forget about yeah. half of them. I I mean, like I can't believe I didn't put "Can't Tell Me Nothing" on this. Yeah, because like I, this episode's gonna add, and I'm gonna go listen to that song because it's, it's so, so good. good. And watch um, the video with Zach Galifianakis. Of course. <laughs> um. All right, Luke. We this is not even a mini episode anymore. No, it's verging on full. So let's just yes knock out. The music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. First up, the great James Blake with Friends That Break Your Heart. The uh, single I heard from that was really cool. And James Blake is always doing some interesting, crazy, weird production shit. So that'll be good. We, I feel like we mentioned him, right? Because he passed on that beat that Kanye talked about. Common. With a beautiful revolution part two. I mean, shoot, I could do a whole mini episode on why I love Common so much. Um, But just listen to that album instead and you'll get it. Um, Then King Cruel with You Heat Me Up, You Cool Me Down. I was not a fan of King Cruel's last album, but since I listened to a song by Mount Kimby he was on and I liked it, I revisited some of his stuff and I was like, okay. I see it a little bit more, so I'm. I got hopes that maybe I'll be on board with this one. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to listen to that one. His last one, everybody just loved it, and I was just like, I just don't get it, and I just, I just didn't get it. You know, it happens sometimes. Um, it happens. Then home shake with under the weather. Oh, hope they're feeling okay. But home shake always makes some good stuff. So check that out. What you got, Cab? All right, I've got one I'm very excited for, Casey Musgraves with Starcrossed. I uh, yeah, she's been kind of hyping up this album release, and I'm very excited to hear that her last two albums have been phenomenal. Sure. We have Sleigh Bells, yeah, Texas baby. with an I. Uh, someone that both Luke and I uh, played for the pod because we both were really into that first single, yep. and Sleigh Bells has had more songs since they've been really good. We've got Wild Pink with a billion little lights live. Uh, played a song from yeah. that studio version on the podcast that I really like, so I'm excited to hear uh, the live version of that. I live albums are hit or hit or miss for me, but sometimes they surpass the original studio recordings if they're good. Yeah, I usually give them an old skipperoo, but there are some like classic live albums like Talking Heads, the the name of this band is Talking Heads that I love, so I'm like, I should give live albums more attention. 
I live albums can do stuff that you just can't get away with in a studio album and like LCD sound systems long goodbye which is like great a example. three hour greatest hits collection I, I that's that is yeah incredible two more we've got Deb Never with Where Have All the Flowers Gone I don't know but I'd like to find out I guess the flower shop and uh Luke I got a controversial one I hear people are really against this band. Hmm. I hear them marching in the streets saying, no, we don't want it. Really? We don't want it. Really? Uh, and that is The Vaccines with Back in Love City. Oh, Kevin, you're confused. The the anti... Almost always. Yeah, yeah. No, no. These anti-vaxxers, they're not talking about the, van- the band The Vaccines. They're talking about the band... Vaximum Overdrive, and they don't like that band. That's why they're anti-vaxxers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I like Vaximum oh, Overdrive. I, they're pretty good, but Vaccines is a great band. No, I, I hate, I hate Vaximum no. Overdrive. Count me among the ranks of the biggest anti-vaxxers. Oh. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, the Vaccines are great. I uh, really loved uh, some of their their past work. I always knew it was a great song. I would like to make it very clear that that was a joke. Go. Get a fucking COVID yeah, shot, please. Get, get poked. <laughs> get that juice. And listen to the vaccine's new album, Back in Love City, while you have that sweet, sweet juice coursing through your veins. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we have three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast. We're powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com slash best song ever and join our Discord. Uh, and then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Just released the new issue of the zine and Obi went on NPR and played some me Rex among other things. And uh, so, yeah, you can check out my interview with me Rex and check out the rest of the stuff in that zine. Cause there's some good stuff in there. So as always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. I'm Kevin Connor saying down to down to down to down to down to down to down best song ever This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.